Hello, Fort Belvoir. Welcome to Belvoir in the Know, the only podcast created especially for the Fort Belvoir community to help you stay in the know, on the go. I'm Command Sergeant Major Greg Kleinels, the Garrison Command Sergeant Major. And I'm Colonel Josh Seagraves, the Garrison Commander. Special guest for today's episode, Ms. Cheryl Caradias, the Garrison's Industrial Hygienist. We're pleased to speak with Cheryl today about indoor air quality in the home and how this affects the health and overall quality of life for individuals. So Cheryl, thank you for joining us. Just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and, the, and your job as the IH. So again, my name is Cheryl Caradias. I'm with the Garrison Command. Um, I actually have a Bachelor of Science degree from, um, or environmental health from ODU. Um, just a few examples of my curriculum included toxicology, biology, uh, chemistry, just to name a few. Um, I worked as an IH uh, probably about eight years for uh, Naval Medical Center Portsmouth, uh, which houses numerous industrial um, operations requiring in-depth sampling as well. Um, and that sampling included um, air sampling, which uh, involves air pumps drawing um, possible contaminants. There's noise monitoring, ventilation surveys, really anything involving environmental factors and stressors. Um, and when I say stressors, I mean solvents, particulates, uh, industrial areas, radiation, temperature extremes, ergonomics, um, and biological. Um, and I know those, those stressors may cause sickness, uh, impaired health, and significant uh, discomfort. Once the sampling is completed, it is shipped for analysis and forwarded back for interpretation. And this process allows the IH uh, to provide the best possible recommendations as well. Yeah, well, well, we should just stop right now. Uh, that, that was great. Really good rundown on uh, just general industrial hygiene and some some of your qualifications, but also some of the things you've been involved in. So very impressive. Thanks for for covering that. Let's let's talk for a minute about what is what exactly is indoor air quality and why is it so important? Well, it is important, sir. Um, it just refers um, IQ refers to air within in around buildings and structures as it relates to the health and discomfort of the occupants. And that can range from uh, pet dander to mold. Um, and as you probably have heard on the news, sir, poor air quality can be outdoors as well, especially when you have manufacturers producing various pollutants in the air. Um, however, today we are primarily focusing on indoor air quality. So yeah. it's, it, you know, it's definitely important to have good air quality to prevent uh, discomfort, you know, or the uh, potential of health issues, especially for an individual with pre-existing conditions, um, such as allergies, asthma, or even upper respiratory um, issues. Poor air quality can definitely, uh, you know, exasperate those conditions as well. Nice. Really good. Good rundown. Thank you. Yeah, great. I mean, and you said uh, ODU so confidently, Old Dominion University, so now it's great. It's great, hey, and we and we really enjoy, you know, having you a part of the team. So, what are some of the factors that can contribute to a poor indoor air quality? Um, some factors could be pollutants, combustible uh, byproducts such as carbon monoxide, 
uh, particular particulate matter and even tobacco smoke, uh, radon, pet dander, mold, pesticides, lead, asbestos, even ozone from air cleaners, um, VOCs, which is volatile organic compounds, toluene paints and woods, uh, you know, just to name a few. No, that's really good. And something I didn't think about is the ozones from those little spray bottles that's, you know, for air fresheners, you know, you know, some people probably don't think, you know, that to that uh, level, but so thanks for providing some great examples. Yes, sir. Yeah, good. That that was good. I think like you, you provided a lot of data already. We do have some more stuff to cover, but I think what, what one thing we should we should tell our listeners is like, Okay, just because you have some of the things in your home that Cheryl mentioned doesn't mean you have poor indoor air quality. Yeah, uh, it just <laughs> right. It's just like another point of uh, okay, well, let's just just consider like how we're using these and when we're using them and what the environment is around uh, our use of these of these uh, normal sort of what what sometimes can be everyday items. So um, just thinking through that and and to pull that thread a little bit more, what what are some tips to help improve indoor air quality? Um, you know, some tips were, you know, that I would recommend is just to use natural cleaning products, um, making sure your carpets are cleaned, change out your filters on a regular basis, um, dusting, you know, just using a moist cloth, and that could be for your home or even in your office. Um, keeping windows cl uh, closed, especially during the springtime, that way it will, um, you know, not allow pollen and if someone's cutting the grass to come into your house or your office. Um, you know, also verifying containment while work, you know, is being uh, conducted in the uh, home as well. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, so so for our listeners, one of the things that Cheryl does is also is she does the pre-restoration ins IH inspection and post-restoration IH inspection for housing as part of our housing QA uh, internal to the garrison quality assurance and also that that just helps to keep everything above board with our contractors and our privatized housing company which by the way have been doing a great job uh, as of late since we switched over the owner operator piece so really good point on the containment and uh, helping out with housing thank you yeah and you, you know, i like how you mentioned about the you know air filters you know whether you change them every uh, three months or you like, you know, like me, I change mine every month because you know, I got a lot of animals in the house and it just, you know, just tries to help it. And, you know, I know the Colonel has talked about in past podcasts about, you know, getting the right type of filter for your HVAC unit, you know, makes a big difference. So with that said, we talked a lot about the home, but is there a difference between uh, the indoor air quality for the home versus office spaces? You know, you can find similar contaminants uh, in both places, some obviously more than others. Um, in the office, you're going to have a larger um, population. You may experience high levels of CO2, which is carbon dioxide, and that could cause headaches. In this case, sampling, you know, is definitely a must. Uh, there may be chemical hazards, you know, depending on the operation, uh, physical hazards, ionizing radiation, noise vibration or even extreme temperatures and of course in a residence you should not find i would say most of these um ex, you know exposures or hazards no that's really good because you identify you know, some people's workspaces may not actually be in an office it could be their you know environmental workspace to where they you know they work every day so thanks yes 
Yeah, those, those are good. Again, another good roll up of you know possible hazards in the workspace when related to uh, air quality. A lot of good examples there. So you you touched on it a little bit, but can you go just a little bit deeper on when should someone contact the Garrison Industrial Hygienist? And then if they want to contact you, how do they do that? Uh, well, someone or people should contact me, say, if they're having problems with their HVAC system, say if it's too cold or too hot, um, they see visible mold, um, any type of uh, staining on the tiles of the ceiling, it could be a potential um, maybe water damage of the roof. Um, and as far as who to contact, um, if you're in housing, that would be Jennifer ha um, Hudson through housing. and Alicia Lester, which is the Abundsman. Um, if you're in the office, I would recommend contacting your facilities manager and then they would put in a work order. And then by contacting me, it's either through Teams or email. Great, great. I'm sure we'll, we'll post those contacts along with the podcast so everybody has them. So is there uh, anything else you wanna share with our audience? Um, you know, just remember I'm here to help everyone the residents just to have a healthy work environment and a home environment um, and then you know just remember that it is a team effort with rci partners and dpw as well so it's it's definitely a team effort yeah yeah absolutely it absolutely is um no no single points of failure and it definitely takes a, a team to to get everything done that has to be done both in the workplace and for housing as you mentioned uh, so thanks for mentioning that. So, all right, Fort Belvoir, we've come to the end of another great episode. Thank you for joining us today. Sar Major, any final thoughts? Uh, yes, sir. Hey, you know, thanks for Cheryl for everything you do for all the team. Uh, it's definitely one of those positions that we have that some people may not know uh, who you are or what you do, but just know that your position is very valuable to the garrison. And also, I think you know, equally or maybe even more importantly to our residents, as I know you do a lot of home inspections to make sure that we have a great place to live, work and play. So thanks for what you do every day. You're welcome. Great. Thanks, Cheryl. And thank you, Sergeant Major. So remember, don't forget to download the Digital Garrison app and make Fort Belvoir your installation of choice. We still get credit for that. We're getting between 50 and 100 per month. So please do that. Also, on the app, you have access to all of our information about the garrison, as well as uh, tips from Cheryl. It's at the hashtag IH corner, so make sure you check that out. Connect with us on our website and our social media. Consider getting the COVID vaccine and booster if you have not done so. Please practice good hand hygiene, wear a mask, and practice physical distancing where appropriate. And finally, thank you for joining us, and from me to you, now you know.